Hi everyone and welcome to History for Everyone. I hope you are having a great day and you are ready to learn about French decolonization of Algeria. In today's introductory podcast, I'm joined by my team. Hello, I'm Josephine. Hi, I'm Anaïs. And hi, I'm Lisa. And last but not least, I'm Anthony. So Josephine, what will be the theme of today's introductory podcast? Okay, so we will talk about why we decided to launch a podcast on this specific topic. We will discuss the observations that pushed us to choose this subject, the themes of the three next podcasts, and the difficulties that we encountered during our research. Okay, so basically our project uh, stems from the observation that French decolonization of Algeria, and especially the Algerian war, uh, is not sufficiently studied in the French school curriculum, or at least not as precise as it should be. Um, yes, uh, indeed, since uh, 2016, I guess, uh, the former French Minister of National Education, Najat Vallaud-Belkacem, decided that the, um, the decolonization of Algeria can be optional. Uh, teachers can teach the pacifist, de pacifist decolonization of India um, or the violent one of Algeria. The same system exists in the final year of high school, where in the chapter on history and memories, teachers can choose either the memories of the Second World War or those of the Algerian War. But we also noticed that students don't have a precise and complete knowledge of the French decolonization of Algeria due to the absence of museums on this major event of the French national narrative. Um, in an interview with Pascal Blanchard, the historian with uh, Solidarité Laïque in partnership with this research group, ACHAC, it underlines the importance of education through places of memory and museums during school outings. So he highlights this idea that a place of remembrance and a place of knowledge allows history to be heard and audible. And we also noticed that the absence of a place of memory on French colonization and in particular on the conquest of Algeria by France show the difficulty of teaching the colonial um, fact in a post-colonial society. Um, as I can remember about what we read um, in our um, literature, Pascal Blanchard uh, said that a country that is not capable of putting its history in a museum is a country that has a problem with its own memory. And finally, um, we realized that the difficulty of teaching the colonization of Algeria lies in the difficulty of accepting and acknowledging the fault of the past. Nevertheless, a project of building a museum of the history between France and Algeria defended by Benjamin Sora has just been relaunched by the Elysee and the Montpellier metropolitan area where feasibility studies were launched in June. All this really makes you wonder how the representation of the Algerian war evolved since the end of the conflict and how these representations played a role in educating new French generations. Thus, from these observations, we ask ourselves if this idea of failure of teaching French decolonization of Algeria in school was observable elsewhere. Perhaps the representation of French decolonization of Algeria was better completed in other educational mediums. Therefore, in order to analyze this issue and have a comparative analysis, we will also focus on the private sphere, such as family, and as well as museums, cinema, and literature, so the cultural sphere. These podcasts will aim to analyze how the representation of French decolonization of Algeria developed in various spheres of education in France since the end of the Algerian War in the 1960s. Nevertheless, our research project and this podcast uh, need to be narrowed down because uh, it was clearly too broad at first. It would have been too vague, actually, to speak about, about the French 
and the Algerian point of view because it would have engaged a lot of different actors and we could have risked to be like unclear at the end. So we decided to only take the French side because it was easier to access specific sources or people who speak French and who can witness for, for us, such as teachers or um, witnesses who lived through the Algerian war. So basically, just to sort of give an introduction as to what an appelé is, it was the French name given to all of the men who were drafted for the Algerian War. Um, so basically, all the men who were sent to fight in Algeria from 1954 to 1962. Um, and so basically, the reason why we decided to focus a bit more on the appelé in our project is because we felt like the appelé um, were a group of men or a group of a uh, sector of the French population that were not as talked about um, concerning the Algerian uh, crisis. So basically, we decided that uh, focusing on the Epile would be easier in order to narrow down the broad narrative that we are trying to describe. We decided to do four podcasts to better present the logical advents of our reflection. Um, so this is the first one, just to present to you our subject and the general direction that we have chosen to adapt. So in the second podcast, we want to explore the evolution of the transmission of the memories of French decolonization of Algeria in the French academic curriculum. Um, we will then focus on the reasons that explain the long process before the French decolonization of Algeria was actually implemented in its school textbook in 1983. Um, we will then also examine the fact that um, although the subject is finally uh, being taught to students, teachers still face many difficulties that prevent students from having an accurate and objective view of French decolonization in Algeria. And finally, we want to show you that today, teaching the Algerian war remains um, a choice for teachers, um, which minimizes the importance of teaching this major episode of the French national narrative. For the third podcast, we will analyze the development of the memories and the legacy of the Algerian war transmitted within generations of families. We will first examine the difficult return of the appelé with a focus on how memories of the decolonization of Algeria held by French families can be transmitted into the French national narrative, being simultaneously created and altered. Then we will show how the investigations of the children and grandchildren of their past considers as heirs of a silent memory have made it possible to deconstruct the taboo of the French decolonization of Algeria. Finally, we will approach the difficult transmission of the historical memory linked to the Algerian war from an external point of view, that is to say, within French families that were only indirectly tied to an appelé. And in our last podcast, we're going to be examining the evolution of the depictions of the Algerian war in the cultural sector. So it's important to underline that in this section, we are going to be focusing mainly on the on cinematography. Um, cinema, by being a catalyst of memory, opens up the circulation of buried memories and has an important role in the representation of the Algerian war that was explained by Benjamin Torah in various articles. Um, but to ensure a comparative study, we're also going to draw links to literature because this cultural medium also plays a role in the fabrication of imaginary and collective memories. And with this in mind, um, we're going to start by showing the absence of impactful cultural works on the Algerian war before the 80s and 90s due to many factors, including censorship. And then we're going to analyze the fact that despite a development of cultural works on the Algerian war, a feeling of presence of the absence of this war was felt until the end of the 20th century. And we're going to conclude our analysis by showing that in the early 2000s, the representation of the Algerian war in cultural media exploded by highlighting the hyper violence of this period.
But before the, the end of this podcast, uh, we wanted to talk about the different difficulties that we encountered throughout the evolution of our project and that played um, an important role in our research. Uh, the first challenge that we uh, needed to overcome uh, surrounded the access to French textbooks uh, talking about the decolonization of Algeria. Um, indeed, we had initially thought that finding textbooks to complement our research would be relatively easy as the Algerian war of independence um, by not as talked about in French school curricula as it should be. Um, and it should have been recorded in the te textbooks students work from. Um, and so, although this was the case in the 80s, because many textbooks were written during that time, there was no way for us to be able to recover these, because basically the books written in the 80s are no longer used, as the curriculum has evolved since then. So as such, these books are no longer present in French libraries and were never present online. Um, so we really quite literally could not find them. And despite our greatest efforts, we were thus not able to base ourselves off of textbooks to explain the evolution of the decolonization of Algeria and how it's taught in schools. So instead, we based ourselves more off of external research and the testimonies of the history professors that we were able to interview. And we also encountered some difficulties with the interview portion of our project. Our first challenge um, so it was because we needed to reach out to our former history professors and awaiting their responses. And while one responded, the one we, we had wanted to interview in a French lycée abroad recommended we find a French professor to be interviewed. Um, however, the, the other ones reached out to, to were too busy to be able to participate in our project. As such, we had a harder time uh, fulfilling the abroad portion of our education research um, we had initially planned on diving deeper into. Um, but this problem was rectified since we then decided to focus more on the French nation and the different teaching narratives within it. Um, so with regards to our second part being about uh, the transmission of a certain narrative within a same family, uh, because the subject is still taboo within the family or hard to talk about, we had to proceed with caution. And so when it came to interviewing family members that had ties with the Algerian War of Independence, what we noticed retrospectively was that we proceeded with the same sort of caution as that of the children of the Appelé when searching for information and testimonies regarding the war. Indeed, we were worried that the family members would be reluctant to talk about the war and their experience with it. And so we had to take more time to revise our questions and make sure they would not offend, shock, or scare away our interviewees. We also needed to find uh, the common thread, so the chronology of our research. Um, since each of us were working on a different part, it took us a while to coordinate and verify that the educational, familial and cultural parts each followed a chronological analysis. Um, and on top of this, we then had to cross-reference to see if these chronological analyses overlapped, which was very time-consuming. But it paid off in the end, as the cross-referencing helped us come up with the conclusion to this project. So thank you so much for your listening and see you next week for the second episode of History for Everyone, where we will talk about the difficulties of teaching a colonial past in a post-colonial society.